the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So let me take you back a little bit, way back, way back to when I was a kid. Uh, We lived in a house on the edge of a little town in western Ohio. And when you came to our front door, uh, if you walked in, you'd walk into the dining room, which was very, very tiny. It was basically just a little alcove where you'd pass to the right into the living room, to the left into the kitchen, or ahead of you up the stairs into uh, my brother's and my bedroom. Uh, On the wall to the left of the front door was a plaque that my parents hung, and I don't remember where they got it or when they got it, but I definitely remember it being there because it was a Bible verse that has stuck in my mind, and it plays in my mind a lot these days. And the verse is from the book of Joshua, and the verse said, Choose today whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, this first comes back to me when I survey what I see going on right now in Major League Baseball and what is most assuredly going to play out in front of us across all different avenues, ones I can't even predict, as we stand on the cusp of June the 1st, which, as my close friends from Google took it upon themselves to do uh, noted on my phone, I see I have an appointment on my phone tomorrow. I'm looking at my phone like, what's tomorrow? And you know, new, normally I'm looking for a day where you know I have no little lines under the date on my phone, which means I have no appointment. Well, wouldn't you know, I have a line under June the 1st, and I don't remember what it is. And so I was like, what do I have on June the 1st? Oh, it's the beginning of Gay Pride Month. Thank you, Google. I always love to start my month vomiting. But already before we even get to Pride Month, and remember it used to be Pride Week, but of course those who are trapped in self-destructive immorality cannot confine their pride to just one week. They have to have an entire month and pretty soon a quarter and then probably half a year and then probably will be in a Pride year at some point in time as the Alphabet Mafia continues to add letters. Where was I looking the other day and I saw that it was, (laughs) I didn't even, here it is. You know what the, you know, LGB, finish it, okay? Finish it in your mind before I tell you. LGB, you got the rest of it in your mind? Okay, here's what it is officially. LGBTQ, you probably got that far. You might have said next, IA, right? Nope, you're wrong. I thought it was IA, LGBTQIA. Nope. LGBTQ2S+. 2S+. plus. I don't know, nor do I care what that is. Except I know it's deviant and satanic. So, 
Before we get to LGBTQ2S+, and by the way, it's very soon there will be a D in there for drag queens because they'll be protected. We have a controversy playing out in front of us in Major League Baseball. Now, Major League Baseball, as far as I know, does not turn anyone away at the gate. They would like anyone to buy tickets to a Major League Baseball game. And I would imagine in this economy, they're struggling to get people to buy tickets at the gate. I know there are some popular teams. There are some teams that struggle to sell tickets. But I would think there is no team that would not want you to come. Unless, of course, you're, I don't know, a white male. Maybe they don't want you there. But because we have expanded our deference to the Alphabet Mafia and taken it from Pride Week to Pride Month, every Major League Baseball team, just like every NHL team and every NFL team and every NBA team, has to pledge its fealty to this deviant lifestyle, which is roundly condemned in virtually every book of the New Testament and a lot of the Old Testament. Read Leviticus sometime. So, companies in our country have become increasingly bold in their pandering to the LGBTQ agenda, and we've seen it play out in recent months, right, with the Dylan Mulvaney influencer thing with Bud Light, and Bud Light's getting crushed. Its sales are down almost 30%. Yay. And Target, which has for years been exceedingly prostrating itself in front of the LGBTQ movement, only now they've added all the trans crap to their offerings and expanded it to their kids line. And when you go after people's kids, that's pretty much the one place where people will set their backbone, firmly plant their feet and say, no, no, you can't come and program my kid. I will raise my kid. You cannot do this to my kid. And so target has taken some heat for this. Bud light has taken some heat for this. And by the way, if you're shopping at Kohl's stop because they're doing the same thing. And for years and years and years and years, we've seen the left cudgel people into obedience by threatening what? Advertiser boycotts, right? Advertiser boycotts, shopping boycotts. They come after conservatives on TV. They came after Tucker. They'll come after him again wherever he lands. And this has been just fine and dandy and a great tool for the left until conservatives realized with Bud Light that they could do the same thing. So I listened with interest to University of Michigan professor Justin Wolfers quoted on the Daily Wire's uh, Morning Edition podcast. Here's what Justin Wolfers thinks of the conservative boycott of Target which he referred to as, he's an idiot, literally terrorism. No, it's not literally terrorism or they would be blowing up targets. It might be figurative terrorism. It's not literal terrorism. And the rest of his comments don't make any sense either. When Target caves into this, then it says that the moment you threaten the employees of even a very large corporation, you get to control its policies. This is economic terrorism, literally 
terrorism, nope. creating fear among the workers and forcing the corporations to sell the things you want and not sell the things you don't. Sell the things you want and not sell the things you don't. Isn't that pretty much been the whole umbrella over marketing decisions by every business ever? You ever go into Cap City Diner? Look at the specials on the wall. You notice on specials on the wall, there's one day of the week where they have liver and onions. Why do you think they don't have liver and onions every day? I wouldn't buy it on the one day they have it. (laughs) But why do you think they have it on one day and not every day? Because if they had it every day, there's not a demand for it. But if they have it one day, there's sufficient demand for it. Buying what people want, not buying what people don't want. That's known as marketing. That's not economic terrorism. And it was just fine when the left did it. But it's not fine when it's used against them. Okay, he's a Michigan professor. I'll take the easy way out and say he's just a moron. This is the way. There is nothing unchristian about not shopping at Target. There is nothing unchristian or terroristic or mean or evil or even mean-spirited about switching to a different beer because Bud Light does not spit on your existence by aligning itself with Dylan Mulvaney. This is the... Go-to weapon of the left always, which is to label, demonize, and disparage people with labels that don't apply. They count on your goodness, your character, your integrity. They count on that to cudgel you into obedience with their own lies about you. Because if you didn't care what people call you, them calling you whatever they want to call you would have no power, which is a long way of saying their only power over you comes from you. This is always the way it is with every slur of every one, whether it's racial, whether it's homophobic, whatever. The slur always says more about the person uttering it than it says about the person it's directed toward unless the person it's directed toward empowers it. So don't fall for this garbage. Keep boycotting Target. Keep boycotting Coles. Keep boycotting Bud Light. This is why I advocate for Patriot Switch, because it's a good company. They don't traffic in woke nonsense. Every dollar you have in your wallet or bank account is a vote. Every one. Why would you give it to the enemy? Why would you give it to people who hate you? So I started the last segment by telling you that when I was a kid, we had a a wall hanging in our dining room when you walked into our house that quoted from the book of Joshua. Choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
That's the choice. When you have to find the courage inside of you to speak up against what will be a crushing tidal wave of immorality, evil, on and on and on next month during what the left is calling Pride Month. Oh, the rainbows in your email signatures and the preferred pronouns and the displays in stores. Every dollar in your wallet is a vote. Don't give a penny of it to a woke corporation glorifying this crap. Target has taken a big hit in its market share since it decided to bring right to the front of the store its trans-glorifying merchandise for infants and children and adults. Bud Light, big, big hit to the bottom line by aligning with Dylan Mulvaney. Well, guess who else is jumping into this pool? And I can't say I'm surprised because in 2019, this company, which Christian conservatives came to the aid of somewhere around, let's say, 2015-ish. Remember the boycott of Chick-fil-A that the left was calling for because, oh, they were supposedly homophobic? And then on one day, Chick-fil-A's throughout the country had lines around the building, more so than normal. I remember I was in Cleveland at the time. I went to the Chick-fil-A near my home. I got there at... 6.30 p.m. There was nobody there. Nobody. No cars. Nothing. There was one guy in a Chick-fil-A uniform in the parking lot. I'm like, yeah, I want to order order some food. Support you guys. He's like, we sold out. We sold out of everything today. Well, hello, Chick-fil-A has hired an executive in charge of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Of course, he's black. There are no white male diversity, equity, and inclusion officers. And he may be a nice guy. His name is Eric McReynolds. He's been with the firm since 2007. But Chick-fil-A stopped giving to groups that oppose woke causes in 2019. They stopped giving to groups that oppose same-sex marriage in 2019. And they are adopting the language of the left. Did anybody ever doubt that Chick-fil-A would hire anybody? No. Have you been to Chick-fil-A's? I've been to a lot of them. The people work there always seem really, really happy, really, really competent, really good servants' hearts. They were modeling Christian themes. Clearly, something was working at Chick-fil-A. Now they've decided to, at least at the very least, at the very least, adopt the language of the other side. Chick-fil-A Incorporated is an equal opportunity employer that values diversity, equity, and inclusion, the company said. When we combine our unique backgrounds and experiences with a culture of belonging— We can discover new ways to strengthen the quality of care we deliver to customers, to the communities we serve, and to the world. Now, you can parse that. You can say, well, there's nothing really wrong in that statement, Bruce. When you adopt the language of the left, why do you adopt the language of the left? One reason only. Well, two reasons. One, you either are of the left or you want the left to leave you alone. Why did they stop giving to groups that oppose same-sex marriage? They were on the right side of that issue. Were they suffering on their bottom line? Were Chick-fil-A's around the country struggling to make ends meet? No. Well, now I won't be going to Chick-fil-A ever again. And I would urge you not to go either. Because the other reason 
besides a, becoming the left, is you want to be at peace with them. I don't want to be at peace with people who are four square behind values that I do not share. Because I believe that if I don't speak up for the values that I hold and that I endeavor to teach to my children, then I believe that those values will be eradicated from society. It's funny, I was reading in the book of John today when Jesus is talking to the disciples right before he's arrested and he goes on a long discourse and he prays for himself and he prays for them and he prays for the people who will come to faith because of the disciples. That's you and me. And you should go back and read that and find out how many times Jesus himself talks about the importance of obeying what he said, of aligning your mind with his, not to buy your salvation or forgiveness because his death did that. You didn't do anything, but to show him that you understand what you have been spared. Blake Trainin, pitcher for the L.A. Dodgers, understands that. Anthony Bass, pitcher for the Toronto Blue Jays, does not. Anthony Bass, earlier this week, Blue Jays pitcher, put something on Instagram. It was already on Instagram. I don't know if he favored it or I don't think you can. There probably are ways to recirculate stuff you get on Instagram. I'm never on it. He boosted the visibility of a video on Instagram that made the biblical case against spending money to support businesses that are pushing people and children into what he called darkness. In other words, he published something on Twitter, or he he furthered something on Instagram that advocated for the boycotts of Target and Bud Light. He was, of course, met with criticism. Lots of criticism, which is why Anthony Bass was standing in front of reporters in Toronto yesterday saying this. I recognized yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine, and I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. I apologize with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays' resources to better educate myself to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Uh, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, we want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. Thank you. That is what a coward sounds like, okay? Because he is a coward. Blake Trainin, pitcher for the Dodgers, who have spit on the faces of Catholics by welcoming a group that mocks Catholics and Christians and Jesus. Blake Trainin issued a statement yesterday. Said, I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe the word of God is true. And in Galatians 6, 7, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. This group, meaning the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, openly mocks Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of my faith. And I want to make it clear that I do not agree with or support the decision of the Dodgers to honor them. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.